The zoo of danger is now closed. Please head to the nearest exits. Thank you. Welcome back to the Danger Zoo. I am Coyote, and I am here with. I am here. I am here with Silly Sloth. Hello, baby bird. Ah. Oh, that sounded sick. An adequate alpaca. Hi. And today at the zoo, we are discussing the Mandela effect. Do you guys know what that is? Not really, but I know it's not real. I take offense to it. It's partly my religion. Yes, I know what it is. What do you like? The spaghetti monster religion? Anyway, so the origins of the Mandela effect started 2009, 2010 by a paranormal investigator, to which lends to you kind of not believing it when you hear a paranormal investigator named Fiona Broom. Was this paranormal investigator investigatoring Nelson Mandela? No, she was at a conference in 2010 where she was talking with other people about him dying in the 80s and how it was on TV. And everyone was like, yeah, I remember I saw it on TV, this, that, and the other. And everyone had very similar recounts of it happening. But he didn't die in prison because he got out in the 90s and he became president of South Africa. But there's been tons and tons of shit about the Mandela effect afterwards and a little bit before. And a lot of people kind of chalk it up to... The Hardon Collider? Is it Hadron? How's it spelled? It's H-A-R-D-O-N. Hardon. Hardon? Hardon. It's the Hadron Collider that first got turned on in 2008, right before, the year before she came up with this theory. It's definitely Hadron. It is pronounced Hadron. Hydrogenized oils? It's not a Decepticon, it's Hadron. Thank you. For those of you that don't know, it was the world's largest particle accelerator. It was like 17 miles long that they were trying to send particles near the speed of light to try and get the god particle, which is known as the boson atom. And if I remember correctly, they were doing this, they were sending a single atom as fast as they could to collide with another one to break it apart. And this is also where they found out about the quartz part of the atom, one of the smallest portions that we know about, and it was to see what makes up an atom. Yes, that was the point of the god particle, because that would show us like the building blocks in the universe. And... A lot of people that work at CERN, which is the people that created the Collider, very adamant that they are not the problem for the quantum theory with the multiverse going on that people equate a lot of the Mandela effects to. They said the same thing in The Flash. But the timing is very suspicious. And as I was reading into it, I didn't know this, but I remember when people were talking about, oh, it's going to create mini black holes, and everyone freaked out about that. And I thought, oh, the scientists are pretty sure it won't. But after reading it, no, some of the scientists, including Stephen Hawking, was like, yeah, if it creates a mini black hole, it'll disappear before anything happens. So they weren't super sure it was not going to happen. They just knew it would just disappear before it would damage anything, which is concerning that they were like, ah, it's fine. I mean, I kind of agree with them because the whole thing about black holes is they have to have enough mass in order to sustain themselves to progress growth. So it kind of makes sense why they weren't so worried about it. But yes, there was a possibility it could happen. It was the fact that we were like, that could be a side effect, and we'll take that risk. That's still worrisome. Because I'm also the type of guy that's like, I won't take this medication to cure my acne if it makes my anus leak kind of thing. Like, I'd rather just deal with, like, pimples on my face. You know what I mean? But, you know, that depends on how you play Pokemon. Only it only attacks instead of, like, anything that helps, like, eight-year-old you that's, like, trying to play the game. And it's like, they want to learn this move that doesn't attack. No. What do you mean, kid version of me? I still play that way. Grow up. Screw anything that doesn't do damage. I still think that it's possible that because of this, they either not started, but they found out that there was a multiverse because guaranteed Trix was in the shape of fruits. Yeah, you're talking the flowers. 
They were flowers, and then they moved into little balls. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Was that ever a debate? Uh, yes, they still swear to God that it was never anything but the balls. But I remember clearly there was flowers, and then they had fruits, and then it went to the balls. I can't say anything for the fruits, but I definitely remember the flowers. So we have a collection here of the cognitive dissonance, which is what they call the group of Mandela effect. It can't be just something that you remember because that's more like deja vu or you misremembering. But when it's a big group of people, they have a lot of stuff. To bring up the first one, and which actually brings back to my childhood, Pikachu's tail in the Pokemon series. I distinctly remember it looking similar to his ears and having a black detailing or a black mark rather just on the tip of the tail. But apparently it was only just yellow always. Bullshit, Batman. I agree 100% because I used to draw a lot especially back then, and I drew Pikachu just like that. And I wasn't really good at freehanding, so I would look at an example and I would copy it. And I remember filling it in, and I was like, oh, the tail's just like the ears, is what I thought as a kid. And not only this, if you actually go back in the show later on, they do show a detailing on the tail now, but rather it's a brown detailing on the underside of the tail, and the top of the tail's just yellow. That's fucking lame. My favorite Mandela effect, the Sinbad Genie movie that doesn't exist, that I swear I've seen. I swear to God I've seen this movie. And literally today, was it today or yesterday, I saw a TikTok where a dude goes into his safe and actually brings out the original VHS covering detail and art and the VHS tape itself stating who is in a movie and the name of the movie. What's what's the name of it? Shazam. You could fake those because I know a guy who takes DVDs and he like burns them to VHSs and makes old school horror movies like that. But I definitely remember seeing that movie as a kid, and it was him with like gold pants and like the like pinkish purple golden turban. And I, there was the scene that pops up was it was at night and he's like standing on some metal thing like they're at a junkyard. Hundred percent remember that, but I don't remember anything else about the movie. And they're trying to tell me. That the movie that I'm talking about is actually about Shaquille O'Neal. I do also remember watching that movie. There were like two kids in that one, right? A boy and a girl. And Shaq was their genie. Something about a basketball genie. I did not watch the Shaquille O'Neal one. But I do remember at one point, oddly enough, I was very all about Sinbad. And I think that came from originally the movie The First Kid. Where he was the bodyguard for the president's son or some fucking dumb shit. Uh, So this is one that I think back to every time I go to like a museum or something is uh, the Mona Lisa smile. There are people who remember Mona Lisa having no smile or a very small smile to now having a much greater smile. And I'm one of the people that remember when she had basically no smile and now it looks like she's smiling a lot more. Yeah, I remember her not having a smile and everyone talking about how she used to have a smile and then she didn't have a smile. So she has a smile now. And I remember growing up and it would being a joke like an art class or whatever and someone would say, oh, look, it's Mona Lisa's smile and there would be no smile. I'm like, that's not a smile. And now I look and I'm like, that's an actual smile. I'm just saying they do have people who their, their professional job is to restore and keep in well-conditioned older paintings and they have to technically repaint it. I think they're doing it on purpose. I, I think they're making her smile now. So you don't think that one's an effect? You think someone is just fucking with this? Some dude named Jorge is over there like, <laughs> just painting fucking smiles on her? What was that painting that woman was supposed to restore of Jesus and then it like turned out horrible? Do you guys remember that? She just wanted to be famous and it worked out. She became famous and now she's an artiste painting Jesus. All I'm going to say is we're talking about Mona Lisa's smile when it's actually a man. Oh, you talk about how Michelangelo painted his lover in the form of a female? 
the theory is Michelangelo painted his gay lover and put hair on it to make it look like a girl. I've heard that one, but I've also heard that he legitimately painted himself in another image. Makes the truth possible. Is gender dysmorphia been happening for a long time? Another thing that I found interesting I was reading was uh, that apparently Leonardo used to paint the pictures, but they're mirrored image. So if you put a mirror right in the middle of it, it shows a different image to majority of his photos. Now I just got to find a way to get the Mona Lisa in my house. We're going to need Nicolas Cage. Still not an A-class actor. That's America's national treasure. I agree, sloth. Fuck you. You haven't even, you haven't even seen the good movies. You just watch the shitty ones. Fuck you. How dare you? Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider 2, National Treasures. Did you forget the Wicker Man and Kick-Ass? You know what I did forget about? Kick-Ass. Not the bees! You guys remember the Fruit of the Loom logo? The cornucopia that's missing? The, the, the corno what? Cornucopia? The fuck is that? It's the slight wicker made basket looking thing. Kind of looks like a cone. Yeah, that absolutely used to be there. And then the fruits were spilling out of it. And no, it was. I remember that because I didn't buy that underwear for a long time. I was like, that's stupid. What a stupid logo. I mainly didn't buy them because they were all mainly tidy whities and I don't like tidy whities. I remember a commercial where all the fruits, you remember when the people are dressed like the fruits, are running out of said Copacoria. Cornucopia. I really tried on that one. I too remember like them coming out and it turned into the cartoon where they just like kind of fell and the cornucopia was behind them. Eh, that's that's the effect, man. Luke, I am your father. No, I am your father. He literally that's what he literally said. I have the VHS. Yeah, I've heard people say that one, but I've definitely always remember I wasn't a fan, but I always remember it saying, No, I am your father. So that one maybe we're not from the same universe. I would agree with that. Um, but I definitely remember saying Luke. But I have, you know, like a, a smart person, gone back, rewatched the movie, and yes, it does say that, but hey, editing is really good. Uh, there's a lot of uh, kid books that are different now. Uh, Curious George. I remember him having a tail when I was little. You know, my mom was a school teacher, so she had Curious George books. And I remember him having a tail and using it in the books. Yeah, he's a, he's a monkey. He has a tail. Are you telling me that Curious George no longer has a tail? That is what I'm saying. Maybe it's this new Curious George. He also wears pants, I hear. Yellow suit, just like his papa. Another one, you guys remember uh, Mickey Mouse when he was Steamboat Willie? Remember the suspenders he had and he pulled them out? No, you don't. He did not have suspenders. Yes, he did. I distinctly remember there being suspenders because he's wearing pants. Pretty much painted onto his body. I bet his bulge is just there. He did make Swiss cheese in that one video. Anyways. I do believe he had suspenders, because I do quite remember an old version of the mascot uniform having suspenders. Is it sex and the city, or sex in the city? Because I'm guaranteeing you, they're doing it. What? <laughs> Are they having sex with the city? That's what I'm saying. It's been in the city, but they're trying to tell me it's and the city. My mom used to watch the fuck out of that show, and I remember that horse face lady. It's got to be Sex in the City, right? That's the title, right? Right? That's the title? No, I can remember the logo for that because I thought it was cool because they do sex and it's in on top of the city. But in fact, the actual title of the show, when it comes up in the credit scene for the opening of the show, it actually is an ampersand symbol signifying and. Yes, it does. But here's another interesting fact. Sarah Jessica Parker might look like a horse. But she looks good as a witch in the Hocus Pocus movies. You're goddamn right she does. Woo! Her mouth is huge, too. I did not realize that was the same actress. I, I think I had to think of Sex in the City before I thought of Hocus Pocus to get that image in my head. Uh, another 
Mandela effect that's happened with kid books is uh, the Berenstein Bears, which has now apparently changed to Berenstein Beers. It's still bears, not beers, but that one is probably like one of the most popular ones besides the one that's Mandela that everyone argues about, and uh, whether they're Jewish or not doesn't really click with me. How is it over there in Canada? Anyways, Berenstein Bears is definitely not the truth. I still believe it's Berenstein Bears, because I remember having the book, and I had an argument with my mother about this, and she ended up being right, only because everyone else believes that it's Berenstein. Now, when I think distinction, I think of the Monopoly Man, because he definitely wore a monocle. No, you're thinking of the Pringles can. Pringles can does wear a monocle. The Monopoly guy definitely does have a monocle and a top hat, because remember from Ace Ventura's the second one, the guy has a monocle, and that's why he's he's making fun of the Monopoly guy. So, what the fuck? Don't forget about the cane. You're right, there is a cane involved as well. But definitely had a monocle. Now, when I think hockey, which is my favorite sport, I think of the legendary band Queen, and the song We Are Champions, that's played at literally every single game. And yes, there are the champions of the world. So I remember when that first came out, that they don't say of the world at the end of it. And my friends and I went and looked, or sorry, we went and listened. And through the whole song, I didn't say it. At the very end, it said of the world. And I was like, oh, okay, it's at the end. I was like, it's weird that they missed that. And then when I saw this, when I was doing the research, I was like, okay, let me double check on it. And I went to the end and it wasn't there. And I was like, what the fuck? So I listened to the whole song and now it's at the beginning. So this seems to be flipping back and forth for me. So if the Mandela effect is caused by the quantum theory and the multiverse that's the theory around it it doesn't seem like it's just one and done like it feels like we're going back and forth which is funny considering the collider has been turned on what three times four times now and they're building another one but what's your theory on what's going on with the mandela effect so i believe that for mandela effects to happen i think a majority of not a majority but a lot of people have to die right so with the hydron collider being activated you know took out a lot of people I think when those people died, their consciousness moved to the next parallel universe in which they still remember these things from their last world, and then they come across and they're like, what the hell? So with the Hydron Collider exploding, either black hole, atom bomb going off, whatever it did, took out a lot of people, and so when that happened back in 2010, we got the actual first Mandela effect. And since then, any other type of catastrophe on a large scale has brought in other Mandela effects. So you think it's not just the kaleidoscope, you think it is just big disasters that are just fucking it up? To a noticeable degree, yes, because I believe, I have the thought that when you die, you don't die, essentially your consciousness moves to the next viable conscious world that you can go to, so that we only see it in large casualties when a lot of people are like, oh my god, you're right. That's changed. When it's just you, you can easily be persuaded or you can be like, ah, oh, I just misremembered. Would you consider the death of Harambe being one of these casualties? Yes, everyone died a little that day. Dick's out for Harambe. <laughs> How many times have I died? I think that a lot of people are going through this all the time. You go to bed at night and you don't wake up or like, hey, remember when you missed that car just by inches? You know, that was the conscience you moved to because you died another one. If I wake up one day and Dr. Pepper doesn't exist, I'm going to be pissed. But that's how it would be. We'd be like, hey, man, you remember uh, Dr. Coke? And you're like, Dr. Pepper and Dr. Coke. And you'd lose your shit, but you'd be the only person, so it's fine. That is my second favorite soda of all time. What's your first? My first would be Cheer Wine. It's hard to find. Dr. Pepper's my favorite big name brand. It's going to be Big Red for me because both are made by the same company. Love you, Dr. Pepper. But I mean, like, for examples of, like, individuals, like, you ever... 
thought you put your keys in the other pocket of your jacket or something, and you go back the next day, and you're like, oh, they're over here. Maybe you died in your sleep that night. I don't know. I definitely heard the theories of that, not so much the change in consciousness, but the theory of, like, you just missed being killed by something, and you're like, whoo, or you get, like, a cold chill, and you're like, oh, other universe me just died right there. Sucks to suck, bitch. You just keep fucking trucking. Maybe that's me. Maybe that's how I think about it, but it doesn't matter, because... You're all a figment of my imagination. That's always a good thought to hear. Anyways, yes, I, I think that it's a movement of consciousness because otherwise we wouldn't be able to remember small details. I think it's lasting effects of our last world as the consciousness moves over, and that's what it allows these large Mandela effects for a lot of people and small things for individuals. And I do have to say I do agree with that. That's actually one of my other big theories that I have with it, but another one that's drastically different, but I believe is more believable in, in the world that we live in now. Um, I truly believe that there are entities that uh, are ever controlling, you know, government, whatever have you, you know, uh, Illuminati society, whatever you want to call it, right, are doing it on purpose just to fuck with people. What would they be gaining by doing this? Entertainment. I believe it's to Basically, just to create a large division between people, like something to argue over, to keep us numb to whatever else is going on. No, you're thinking of the news and media in general, but yeah, it's also that. That's absolutely happening. That's not a fucking theory. Big facts. I don't even watch the fucking news anymore, and if I do, I have to watch it from multiple sources so I could find the truth somewhere in the fucking middle. This is all a simulation, and it's pretty easy to see. These Mandela effects you're talking about, those are memory leaks in the simulation. What do you do when you get a memory leak? You, you gotta plug it up. You gotta fill it with something else. And there's a bunch of different programs running side by side. They're very similar to each other, i.e. multiverses. We're all plugged in. We're all real, but not here. Like, you are your own individual. You're fucking, your brain's strapped up right now, dude. Have you ever heard of this movie? called Groundhog Day, The Matrix. <laughs> maybe maybe kind of like that, not as bleak. Maybe in the far-off future, we're in capsules, living out through the heat exhaustion at the end of the universe. Isn't there another movie that literally covers that same premise where the living bodies of the humans can no longer continue? So rather than trying to save the human race, they just download all of their consciousness and they get to play around in a computer, and they just float around in space? Or am I high? That sounds familiar, but also that's a couple episodes of Doctor Who. I don't know what movie. What you're experiencing right now is a memory leak. I think instead of a memory leak, maybe an update. Like, you know, hey, we got better software, so they update, but they don't get all the things, so things that they just overwrite. That'd be a funny idea, too. So this is more like an inconsistency, like in TV shows or a movie where you go back and, like, Michael Myers was just pure fucking evil, but then it ended up being, no, he's not just pure evil. It's a paranormal thing where they have made him evil and, like, just kind of fill in the holes to make it work. Is that what you say is happening? Or kind of like when you see the character in the show or movie you're watching and they had their glasses on their eyes and they had to turn around and it goes back to the other scene and they're not wearing them on there, they're putting them on their head or they're on the table or the glass is full or it's full of water or orange juice. Am I going on too much? No, that's just the right amount. But there are other non-tinfoil hat theories that people have about this. Like one of them is false memories. If we consider a simple neuroscience explanation, right? You store certain memories with certain things. So you saw Sinbad, a black comedian, Shaquille tall black basketball player and you kind of like sorted them together because yeah, they're both pretty funny they're both pretty big in the 90s interesting fact with that Sinbad used to wear very extravagant clothing when he did his comedy acts and 
in the movie Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal, he dressed almost in a similar fashion. Nice. You also have confabulation. It involves your brain filling in gaps that are missing in your memories to make more sense of it. You have misleading post-event information, which that has been proven with like 9-11 stuff. Like there was this one girl that said she remembers she was in New York and she was watching the dust clouds drift. But when they went back to the school that she attended, like that school was nowhere near where she thought it was. And there was no windows that faced that way of where there would be dust and debris floating down. So it's just us remembering an event where we remember the majority of the details and then like our brain fills in the gaps or Priming. Priming is the difference between asking how short a person is versus how tall a person is. In essence, memories are vulnerable bits of information stored in the brain that can be changed over time. While we assume that our memories are accurate, this is not necessarily the case. Which is why I've always had problems with like memory stuff, but I base a lot of it off of particular things that I remember. The It has to be broken down to a factual thing. Like I was this age at this time, and that's how I remember things much better. And even though the details may be wrong... I can remember the specific factual details best. The alternate reality one is from the quantum physics and relates to ideas that rather than one timeline of events, it's alternate realities or universes may be taking place and mixing with our timeline. So maybe not jumping your consciousness back and forth, but kind of like timelines flowing in and out of each other, which would be even weirder and kind of gross, like thinking like another version of you is just like flowing into you and out of you kind of thing. But that's probably like one of the most far-fetched they have about this. Maybe that's why sometimes if you're just sitting there and you get like chills through your whole body, maybe that's other conscious, your other consciousness in a different timeline universe, what have you, meshing with you. And all of those memories kind of left like an imprint in your subconscious. Makes me think of that old show Quantum Leap, where the dude just kept going. Or the show Sliders, where they kept going to different universes, but like stuff was like slightly different. And then they ruined that fucking show. So I knew we had been talking about this for a minute and everything, uh, and I was just sitting here thinking about it, my idea and how everyone else is talking about the time flow and whatnot. So we all know we've heard reports of people who go into comas or have near-death accidents or something, and they go under for some time. What if those consciousness that died, and then this is the closest one to it, you know, they have new skill sets such as learning a new language, learning how to tap dance, play the piano, and all those consciousness then come to the coma one because that is the next safest consciousness and that's how those abilities are then stored for those individuals so would that explain some people who go to you know into a coma like the lady in england and she woke up and only spoke portuguese yeah that's what i'm talking about like uh because she went into a coma which means other versions of her did as well but if one of those versions was fluent in portuguese and then they came to this consciousness she would retain that because it would be the next safest reality could it be possible that one of my other consciousness is an nba player and i would get the height i don't think it works that way bud i'm so sorry yeah no you're stuck at this level samesies sometimes i do wonder why i have a mole where i didn't have a mole before i'm thinking maybe maybe it's cancer or maybe i'm not me anymore and i'm a different me who's also now me you feel me i do feel you or there's that one theory where everyone's like, why does every guy have a mole right here by his elbow? Yeah, go on, pull it up. Look, Whitey, you got a couple of them, though. But it tends, I have one, like, on both sides. What if it comes to a head, though, right? What if it's not just worlds meshing very well? What if, like, the coming apocalypse that happens isn't about, like, a religious thing? It is the timelines just crashing together, and there's no meshing. There's multiple use. What are you going to do? Because the world would be overpopulated immediately all the different earths would crash into each other there's not much you're gonna have to worry about we're all gonna die just could you imagine just another earth just appearing slightly off center to the other one like that would just a bunch of them black hole 
Right there. Fuck the Hadron Collider. The Hard-On Collider. Did you just ruin the ending of Loki for me? Oh, yeah. Does that happen on Loki? No, he ruined it for him. <laughs> Kinda. Has anyone seen Axe Cop? I've seen Psycho Cop. Not the same thing. Robocop? Kindergarten Cop. No, not at all. Then no. Have you ever seen Sergeant Kabuki Man? No. Wildly racist. It's a white dude who has a Asian love interest in the 90s, and like he gets these superpowers where like his hair turns into like the Kabuki-style samurai like theater, and he fights bad guys. I saw the trailer for this, and I thought there's no way that's real. Not only was it real, and there was a fucking movie about it, they made cartoon about it. Kind of sounds like a Black Dynamite thing. Yeah, Black Dynamite was black, though. Sergeant Kabuki Man is a white dude with yellow face. Slight difference. Have you ever seen the movie I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker? That's not a movie. It absolutely is a movie. I think Robert Downey Jr. did it better. I would like to see that other movie that him and Jamie Foxx, where he plays a Mexican. And I'm down to see Downey Jr. fucking play a Mexican. For sure. That'd be hilarious. But they're worried about putting that out in today's society, to which they fucking should be with cancel culture the way it is. I am not saying cancel culture has been completely wrong. However, I do think a lot of things go way overboard. But as a passing whitey, nobody gives a fuck about my opinion. Channing Tatum played a Mexican? When? His name was Jeff. No, this is a Mandela effect you're thinking of. It's not how you say it. It's, my name is Jeff. I think that really got away from us. It did. But the apocalypse happens, right? And there's multiple us. Luckily, every timeline version of me and hopefully every multi version of me knows what happens when we see each other. And if you guys are around, you should give space because I have to kill myself. It doesn't matter if like it's five-year-old me. I'm fucking sticking him. Why? Why would you not just work with yourself? We have decided this eons ago. Isn't it like that movie, The One with Jet Li? No. <laughs> yes, we're going to kill each other. We're not going to get each other's powers, although that would be cool if that happened. It's just a thing that I've always had since I was little. It used to be just, oh, I'd fight me, but now it's like grown. And like, we know the keywords to say to each other to see what level we're at. How are you communicating this? I thought about it then, and I continue to think about it in the future. I've prepared. What keywords? Can we, can we get a preview of this? No. <laughs> if I see a bunch of myself, we're going to gangbang my wife. High five each other at the same time. I love you, honey. Yeah, your wife listens to this, right? Yeah. What if it's like a six-year-old version of you? Why would it be a six-year-old version of me? Hey, a six-year-old version of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, in my mind, every single one of me is, uh, we're all in the same timeline, you know, or not timeline, well, time frame, time frame. Yeah, if it's a multiverse one, yeah, mine's like, if it's timeline, it's multiverse, either way. And I've literally thought of keywords throughout my entire life, and I can't tell you them, because I've thought, since I was very young, First grade, I think, is when I first started thinking about it. About fighting myself in a different time was I have to think of these words and I have to keep them in my head so nobody else can steal them, make clones or cyborgs of me, and have them come at me like Terminator. You're not fucking around right now, are you? I am not. I am 100% serious. I have been thinking about this since childhood. I think your brain would be really cool to study. Well, luckily, my brain is the only one that actually exists in this simulation. Out Outside the simulation. Outside. That's probably what they're doing right now. That's probably why they fucking made me do this podcast. They're like, we need his inside thoughts to become outside thoughts. It's a little bit easier for them to take notes in the lab. Yeah, I can just see them in the lab right now. They're going, what the fuck? <laughs> That's fair. Wake up. This is a memory leak. They're going to start rewriting the code. How freak out would you be right now if, like, Sloth over there turned into, like, Agent Smith and was like, hey, you got to come with us now? I was just thinking that. Of course you were. I kind of expected it at all times. 
Especially when I talk about this more. We can get into this later. That's a terrifying idea to have in your head almost all the time. Yes. Why I'm such a happy person. Everything in here is fucked up. <laughs> what Coyote is saying that everything bad that has ever happened to you in your personal life doesn't matter to him because you're not real. I'm not egocentric. That's not true. Do you guys hear that timeline coming in? It's the zookeeper. He's coming to kill us. What? No, that's not what he's doing. What the fuck is happening? Don't believe his lies. Cheese it. We'll see you next time. <laughs> At the Danger Zoo. <laughs>